I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. On today's episode of Sippin' on a 40, it's not a post-game show. I know they just played the wild, but yo, the Packers are playing. I'll be tailgating in Surrey, British Columbia. Beautiful Surrey, British Columbia. I'm not I'm not going to watch the Wild again. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I do got something for you. We got Chris Faber from the from the lower mainland now. How do you feel, Chris, about being from the lower mainland now? It's, it's good, man. It's so funny. Like, I, I've been for so long as the texter on 1040. It's Faber from Nanaimo. I still get that all the time. But I'm Faber from Surrey now, man. I'm, I'm loving it so far. Bro, I just realized you were that dude. I always heard your text come in. <laughs> that actually just clicked in now. Faber from Nanaimo. You know, I was Kyle from Surrey for a bit, but then I felt bad for Tambier. <laughs> no, legit. Yeah, Surrey on lockdown. Yeah, Surrey on lockdown. Bro, I think that guy's banned from TSN. Anyways, Vancouver, the market, crazy right now. We're hoping that this team is a strong bubble team. Canucks conversation. Quadrelli's on it now with Faber. So let's get to know if Faber and Quadrelli actually know anything about each other. Is this just, just an attempt for two people who have some clout on Twitter joining forces to to gain more clout? <laughs> Do they actually have chemistry? It's a clout off. It's a clout off, right? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be a good show? Do they know each other? We'll find out on the latest episode of Sipping on a 40. Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. <laughs> Yo, yo, welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Speaking of Nux Misconduct, go search up that network wherever you listen to podcasts. Give it a swipe. Give it a tap. Boom, bam. You just made your hockey life a little bit better. That easy. Today, I'm joined by Bondi and also the, the legend himself. He's tired of hearing that, mm. but he's the fucking legend, yo. Chris Faber, how's it going, man? It's good, man. Like, as soon as you get 3,000 followers, you're automatically yeah. a legend. Ooh, is there, is there, okay. Is there a secret club that you've joined now? Like, they, they pull back the court? Well, mm. I haven't gotten the blue check yet, oh, okay. which, That's uh, next which I'm not happy about. I got no insiders in the game, but uh, we just got quads unbanned from uh, Twitter. He was locked out for like three days. Yeah, what, what happened there? Man, I, I didn't. I don't know if I can quite get into it so much. He didn't like tweet anything too bad. Um, I guess the problem was that he had a Twitter account when he shouldn't have had a Twitter account. I'm oh, just gonna kind of leave it at that. Okay, I think yeah, people can no, figure I, it out. I, I, I can see what happened. Yeah, someone maybe maybe someone on like a DCMA sweep and like. Man, what's that going on there, man? We'll put it on a Patreon episode. I'll tell you the whole. Look thing. at these. Oh, look okay. at these two people. We got the legend favorite. Now we got the infamous Quadrelli on one program. I like that. That's crazy. Canucks conversation with Faber Quadrelli. It's a new show, pretty much. You got a new version of the show. And on today's episode, let's get to know. Let's get to know if Faber knows anything about Quadrelli. Here we because go. Because you, you need some chemistry. And once again, are you guys just doing this because you guys have some Twitter clout? Now you're joining forces. Now you're taking over podcasting in the market. 
Or is it because you guys are actually friends? You know, you guys care about each other. You guys love each other. You guys want to do something together. Come on. What's going on? So let's play the newlywed <laughs> game with these two, okay? Do you know anything about Favor? We got some game show music in the background. Do you have any questions? Do you want to start things off or should no, I go? You go ahead, man. Okay, well, we'll keep it easy. Uh, what's what's uh, Quadrelli's favorite food? It's uh, it's Italian food for sure. Uh, the nice. first thing that uh, first thing we did when I met and came over here to Vancouver was we went to a place called uh, Pasta More. I think you guys might know just around here in Burnaby. Quasi. Yeah, it's, uh, it's literally right across the street from the studio. Over yeah. There. yeah, that's the place right that's there. The place right there. I'll vouch. I'll vouch that it's very good. Italian Delicious food. food. He went. Uh, he's super Italian, so I'm uh, yeah. I'm not. And he's uh, like, is it focaccia bread? Focaccia. Oh my god. We went. And he's like, we got to try the focaccia. It. We got to get some pasta. So I know that Quads' favorite food is definitely pasta, man. He's uh, the last name Quadrelli. I mean, he's Italian. He loves yeah. his pasta. Well, I'll give it just to add on. Do not go to Anton's. Don't no, go, why don't, though? Do not man. go to Anton's. All right. I, no self-respecting Italian. Yeah. Goes to Anton's. Why? It, it's you trash. You run into it's Marjanovic there. Like Moj is there apparently yeah, all the time at Anton's. It's trash. <laughs> What's so I'm trash about it? I heard they give you yeah. food for the whole week. Yeah. Okay. You may get a lot of food. Yeah. Great. That, that doesn't make it good. So it's not good. No, it's not. So good. this place across the street, this place is way better. Which I always drive by, never that go place to. Is amazing. I've been there a couple times. It's amazing. It's funny because last week the homie Shrook was over, and you know we were hungry and we wanted pasta, and I'm like, yo, I don't know where to get pasta. There's literally a place down the street. Literally, so it's we searched mall across the street. So we yeah. searched up Anton's. It was closed. So we ended up going to get some Jamaican food, which was, which was pretty good. Jamaican. I've never had Jamaican food. Some jerk chicken. That shit's spicy as hell, jerk man. Chi- it's called jerk chicken. Yeah. Damn good, bro. It's, oh, good. Okay. it's spicy. Damn good. It's spicy. It sneaks up on you too. It looks like it's does so it does it insult you when you uh, when you eat it, <laughs> right? What is this? <laughs> That's a real dad joke. Yo, there. Italians just love Italian food. You know, they don't they don't run away. We've got from their we've own. got the best food. Why do we need no a, why do no we need no? Indian people, aka Indian people of Fijian Indian, have the best food. hundred percent better than Italian. Yes. Oh, you're the guy. I remember talking <laughs> to you about curry, and you gave me a weird face. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he we was we afraid are, to be this, racist. That was the week when Nexus conduct was in hot water. Yeah, and I did not want to say. Anything <laughs> if I can jump in on the on the Indian food, is it paneer? Butter paneer is one of the like. Yeah, that's yeah. what I get. It's like the little cheese. Cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like Indian poutine almost. Yeah. Like, that stuff is bomb. See, I'll I'm also like I'm also very white in the sense I can't handle spicy food. So there I just you go. Yeah, that's chicken. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Can you handle spicy food? Oh hell yeah, dude! I love me some spicy food. Everything I eat's got hot. Awesome. Next time you come over in February, when you know I'm off my little hiatus from the, the good stuff, <laughs> yes, sir. we'll we'll get back on it, and I'll bring some Indian food from home. Mm. Okay, straight homemade. up. No, not for you, homemade. not for you. Oh, for favor. Saying, what the hell? What the hell are you talking about? Go get your pasta. <laughs> okay, your garlic fine. bread. Okay, okay? If we're, if we're nah. gonna play that game, fine. I yeah, mess fine. with pasta. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah bring that food. garlic bread. Though. I'll have some garlic. Okay, bread, there you go. Okay, so none for Kyle. This guy, Chris Faber, is saying Quadrelli loves Italian food. I'm gonna go ahead and say his favorite food is nachos because the time I interviewed him. He was having nachos for dinner. <laughs> That's just the fact that he's Nacho. 19 years old. There you go. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Nachos yeah. Che- well, like cheese. What else does he put on it? I don't even know. Just, okay. man. I think I, I remember hearing that. I think he microwaved it too. Like he's 19 for sure. Yeah, you like, can't microwave no. the nachos, yo. Mm. You can't. Put them in the oven. Come he on. Have, he might have been in that February mood if, if you know what I'm talking about. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, ooh, <laughs> there okay. you go. Okay. Okay. Let's go next. When's Quadrelli's birthday? We're keeping it simple, but you better know this. This is your damn we're just, co-host. We're just, we're yeah, essentially, yeah. on this podcast, we're just trying to dox it. <laughs> I want all his personal information out in the public. Well, gonna, just give us the month. Give us I'm the month. I'm going to take a shot in the dark, and I'm going to go with, um, I because I know he's recently turned 19. Oh, within okay. the past, oh you guys got to celebrate. <laughs> by recently, I mean like six months. So like I know that he's, like, <laughs> he's a fresh 19-year-old. I'm going to go like October. I'm going to say middle of October. 
And I'm gonna give you a date just to see if like yeah. if I nail it here. I'm gonna go October 14th. Oh, okay. Oh, damn, that's a bold. That's bold, man. You better know. Here, here's my question. What's his middle name? What's his? It's, it's got to be something. Italian. Antonio. Antonio. Yeah. Antonio. I'm gonna go David Lorenzo. Antonio Quadrelli. That's a badass. I'm that's go Lorenzo. Bad. I think David oh, Lorenzo. Oh, Quadrelli that's a good one. Oh shit. Okay, that would be cool as hell too, man. I want a middle name like that. It's Kyle gonna Lorenzo. Some, it's gonna be like Bob. It's gonna be like David <laughs> Bob Quadrelli. Oh man. Okay, Quadrelli. He's saying your birthday's in October. Again, I hope he gets that right, man. You guys are you guys are hosting a show together. I know everything about Bondi. I know everything about Trevor. You know, we actually talk. We get together. We're friends. You know, we're just not workers. You know what I'm saying? Give me a handshake, man. You're my homie, man. You're my homie. Okay. <laughs> That's what we do here on the Nux Misconduct Network. We're friends and we're podcasters. Okay, what was Quadrelli's childhood dream? Is he living it right now or did he have something else in mind? Yeah, I know that Quad always wanted to do play-by-play. That's something that he has talked about. Like, as a kid, he loved play-by-play. He always loved hockey uh, growing up. I I think he knew that he was too small to play sports. I mean, he's not a big guy at all. Oh, now you're taking shots. Now oh, this guy's, hey, yo, hey, that's, hey. Yeah, we don't do that on yeah. our network, you know? Two beers Bonnie, shots. Come on. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I definitely think we, I, I'm a something. short king myself, yeah. and I, I respect the short kings. Yeah, he, he. I know he wanted to write because when Quads got into writing, he failed the test university and at, right after he failed that test he sent me a message on twitter the next day and he said hey is there any chance you can get me into the canuck way because i was at the canuck way at the time and i said yeah like give me a sample and let's see if, if your writing's okay let's get you in with us on the network and then the next day he sends me an article like 800 words i was like okay he did this in one day i got maybe he had it prepped in his back pocket but i know he loves writing and i know that he's wanted to work in sports for a long time so the fact that he did that and he jumped on with the canuck way right after so i think he's wanted to be involved with sports all his life and uh yeah, we're doing that now, which is awesome. I'm gonna give you a round of applause, man. What a nice dude. That was a, that was a beautiful. Story. <laughs> that was a beautiful story, man. I almost cried. Yeah, legit. That was that's so nice of you, man. I look like I'm real crying, talk. but I'm just sweating now. Seriously, yeah. 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 it goes on and start to sweat, man. I'm telling. Oh, you. real talk. Oh, real. Why, man? Well, you got the sun. La- on oh, me. yeah. Black my bad. Shirt. My bad. My bad. My bad. Okay, my it's bad. It's nice to actually record an episode in the daytime. It is when right. Light you feel like happy. Every time I've recorded in here, it's just been like dark. dark. The colors are going off. Miserable. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, bro. Not that I know it's like that. Is miserable, but the weather outside is miserable. Man. Oh man. Okay. Last question. I think. What is Quadrelli's favorite hockey player of all time? This is an important one. You guys do a hockey podcast. You get this one wrong, then we all know your show is just you know what's the Italian word fugazi. It's fucking <laughs> fake. If you don't know this, come on, man. I think of all time. All time. Right now, I would be. I'd be hard pressed to say that he's not like moving into Quinn Hughes territory. Like you should hear the dude go off on Quinn Hughes, and I know you might. He's be a number one Quinn Hughes stand out there. He loves out there. That's but good. I, I think before that, I know that he's a big Naslin guy. He was a big okay, fan cool. of Naslin growing cool, up. Cool. Obviously, the West Coast Express is like around that time. Like Quads is born in in two thousand, right? So he's oh, a, he's shit. a young kid. I know he's not he's even. A I think that's what millennials are like. If you're born in two thousand, that's <laughs> yeah, what millennials right? are. Bro. Stop calling us nineties kids that. But like, I know that Quads is a big fan of Marcus Naslin growing up, and uh, but I, I I would wonder because. Like, it seems like every two weeks is another article on Canucks Army that's just, like, something about Quinn Hughes, and it's by David Quadrelli. So I'm curious about that, actually. i have to figure that out. Okay. You heard it there. Marcus Nasslin, Quadrelli's favorite player. We asked favorite four questions. If you didn't get three right, I don't know what's going on with you two. How, how are we verifying this? Yeah, Quadrelli, <laughs> listen to the episode. Yeah, tweet it out, please. You yeah. know, he might get sad listening to this, too, though. Real he talk. Might. He might just ditch you on the I'm show. i be back to doing a solo podcast 100%. next week. <laughs> Man, oh man. Okay, so best of luck to the Canucks conversation version 2.0. Chris Faber, Quadrelli. I believe an episode came out this weekend, the first first version of version 2.0. It's exciting, man. I'm excited for you. You've done a lot of work for the community, and now it's time for 
yeah, just it's, it's time for that show to evolve, man. Canucks Conversation, I, I'm an honest guy, honest podcast. When I first started listening to it, I didn't get it because I was like, is this guy just going to interview random people from Twitter? Then he started getting Botch, Harmon on. It started expanding. And now it's going to become a brand. I think it's going to become a staple in the city. And well, I'm excited for you guys, man. Yeah, that, like that was the plan. Like the name of the show is Canucks Conversation. I never once had questions going into an interview. Okay, cool. I just wanted to have a conversation with these people. And I knew that you can only say so much in 280 characters when you send out a tweet. But I know that there's a lot of smart people on Canucks Twitter. There's a lot of stupid people on Canucks Twitter. Ooh. And I probably talked to a few of them in the 60 Shots. episodes. Oh, I won't man. say any Shots. names. Shots. But like, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of people out there that you guys maybe meet from Twitter. Like whether it's just like a meetup or at these like events at the No, athletic. we're not as big as you, bro. No, no, we don't have clout. I don't, I don't have the clout. Yeah, we do a meetup. Bondi's coming and Beg's just coming. <laughs> the, the meetup is it's here. Watch games here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, man. But uh, oh, man. I mean, like, that was the idea. And like you mentioned, yeah, like the conversations did end up growing quite a bit. But it, like, even like episodes, you know, in the 50s and 60s or early 40s and 50s, like I was still having random people on just because yeah. I like hearing what they were saying. It was cool to hear from people that were like outside of Vancouver as well. I had a lot of people on from Calgary area, Alberta. And it was like, yo, like, what's it like being a Canucks fan in Calgary? Like, it's flamed all over you or people yeah, from Toronto. Yeah, it like, is. It is. Those conversations were a lot of fun to have because it was cool hearing about what the experience is like for them being fans. But I mean, yeah, we're getting to a point right now, like, in the back of my mind when I was making the show, I kept thinking, like, who could be a co-host? Because when I first started, I remember reaching out to people like Clay Emo, because I'm like, oh, yo, Clay's got some clout on Twitter, and, like, I've been podcasting for a couple of years, like, I want to be a marketer, bro. I'm surprised he said no. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. I know, right? I thought he would just say, like, yes. Of course. Yeah, Why he, not? he said he's too busy making songs and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, I respect that, you know, like, the song's... That he puts out are a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, he, and, he make, and he does good work with them. But there's a lot of people that end up reaching out and they didn't want to do it. So in the back of my head, I was like, who could be the podcast host with me moving forward? And then it just seems to work out. The mean quads are in the program at the same damn time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a good it's setup. Time. These two are taking over. They joined the program at the same time at some school called yeah. BCIT. Mm-hmm. There's other kids in that program. I'm letting you know, if you're <laughs> listening to this and you're one of those other kids, get your money back. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've been yeah, told, like, <laughs> dude, you know what? It, You're it, messing it, with favor, bro. Yeah. Canucks conversation, it's Exodia. They've combined. Yeah. The that. That's what I'm saying, bro. A hundred percent, bro. You got Actually, while I was moving, I like, I come, I'm going through these drawers. I'm going through these drawers. I find a blue eyes, white dragon, a dark hey. magician. So I put him in one of those hard cases, like facing out on both sides. You got dark magician, one side, blue eyes, white dragon on the other side. Might be one of the best things. The I've OG starter packs. Straight yeah. Straight up. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Starter deck. I had a blue eyes ultimate dragon. That's what I'm not talking about. The three head thing? Not yeah. Not yeah. When you have three of them, then you bust that, bust that out. Yeah. You evolution, you sacrifice those three, bust that one out. Let's go. I, I guarantee Quadrelli doesn't know shit about Yu-Gi-Oh! Because no. he's too young, probably. <laughs> He, he, missed the bone. he missed the bone on that one. He yeah. missed the bone on that one. Some of the, these guys after 2000 don't even know about Disney. Like, they don't know the good Disney shows. Okay, top five Disney shows Ooh. on Family Channel that we yeah, were, yeah, you know, that's warranted. What we're going with. I'm going with that, so Raven, that's up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was Smart Guy a Recess. Disney show? Recess. Yeah, that was on Family. Recess? Yeah, Recess, I mean, Weekenders. Beautiful. I just remember, oh. like, the run that you had when you came home from school, and it was, like, 345. And this guy said, knows. Like, Weekenders would come on, then it was Recess, then it was That's So Raven, Lizzie McGuire. And then it would just run straight. Like, there was just, like, you had the two hours. No commercials back in the day, oh, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know Remember if that? that? Remember that? Yeah. And then Family it would just channel. be, like, just, like, a Disney commercial every once in a while. The guys doing their thing. Yeah. Man. No, that was, the, that was the time. Like, what you, about, you are we done. forgetting? We just talked about Yu-Gi-Oh. What about watching a Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day? You have yeah, to find out, like, if they're fucking... Who's the guy with the what the eye? Oh, Pegasus. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Dude, a, that, that was shit intense. was so annoying. People, people forget <laughs> how intense eight-part battle that was. Eight parts yeah. for a fucking card game. Yo, they would legit... Use one whole episode to draw one card. Because <laughs> <laughs> Yugi would be like, I gotta believe in the heart of the cards. Dun, dun, dun. Then he's just talking to himself. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Just to draw one card. It was like yeah. Dragon Ball Z yeah. when it took 20 minute three episodes. Man, come on, man. Dude, Yu-Gi-Oh's storyline, though, like was my oh, favorite. Like yeah. I remember like every new every week it was something like new to add to the story. And that was one that you like as a kid, like I didn't really mess with like TV shows where there's a story, but like Yu-Gi-Oh was a storyline. It was. Like, it, it, was, was deep. it was a legit storyline. What and you got did you guys play the game as well? Oh, oh, and good yeah. at it? Yeah. I was okay. It Did you guys cool. ever join we tournaments? Went to the leagues, yeah. yeah, I went to uh, there was a yeah. shop in Me too. I went to back in the day. Yeah. It was like growing up, my mom had like two things that were cheaper than daycare. It was like taking me to a hockey game, so we'd go to like a ton of BCHL games cool. when I was a kid. It was cause like it'd be a Friday night and my mom would just drop me off at seven, pick me up at ten thirty. Like that's way cheaper than getting a babysitter. Then she goes out to dinner Saturdays Boom. for like all day, take me to the card shop down the street. And, like Sick. just me and my little brother would just roll there all day and oh, it's good, yeah, times, good man. times, man. Childhood stuff. Now kids don't have that. Bro, I like fuck. Am I gonna get okay? Like three or four years ago when it I was going like to school, not gonna get in trouble yeah, here. Okay. Such, sound like such old heads right now. Yeah, ah, I you know. back in my day, we yeah. like we had a time I, when I was first going to school, like right out of high school in 2011 or 2012. Like we're like. Wow, man, we got all this extra time. Like, yo, let's fuck with Yu Gi Oh a little bit. So yeah. like, we went out and bought some packs. And, oh, like, I did the same thing. Into it and, like, yeah, every, I did the same every, thing every, twice. Everyone, us. Everyone has a phase where you get back into like Yu Gi Oh or like or a week. Gathering. Oh yeah, or, like, yeah, about two weeks. Anyway, when you got the emulator on like my laptop and was able to just plug like you could plug the old Xbox 360 because it had like a USB. You plug that right into your laptop and you could just play like on your screen like any sort of Game Boy game. Download like all Sad. the Fire Red and you all the play, Pokemon you games. You played Game Boy Advance games on your Xbox 360. Good times, man. No, well, you had a 360 controller. Oh, you, you played with the 360 like a Game Boy oh, on a that, laptop. That, that's an amazing hack. Dude, yeah, Wish that's I why that. I keep that. I keep the wired controller because they don't do wired controllers anymore. You couldn't do this anymore. Oh yeah, those are the best things. Uh. When they got rid of the wires, it made things a lot easier. Quadrelli's Quadrelli probably listening to this and is thinking that he's making a show with a grandpa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, one more question for the new okay. loop game. Do What's it. Quadrelli's favorite video game of all time? Ooh, big question. Damn, we're on the video game. Yeah, I don't. I, I we haven't talked video games yet. Like uh, this is the deepest. Are you guys even friends? Come on! I'm that's, telling you, two people with some would, Twitter cloud join I, forces. I that's all this it. is. <laughs> he is. Uh, he's an NHL guy. He has to be an NHL okay, guy. Okay. Like, cool. Which cool. version though? He might mess around. Definitely. Well, EA. Like, is there another? Version? Well, no, no. Like what, 12, 13, 14. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if I got a all of them. Game myself. Oh, five of the early ones. I just go with the newest, man. Like I, I don't go oh, back and play man. NHL twenty twelve. Oh five. The dude was five years old. Maybe play him. I don't know. I think the best. My favorite personal one is NHL 06. That's uh, my favorite. That has the, yeah, the one of the Cavalier. Whatever, has the, I like that's 11, the best soundtrack of I any, think 11 they brought in uh, Skill GM Connected. Oh, GM, GM Connected. connected. Wild, Unbelievable dude. mode. Connect, dude, it sucked. No, 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 it, it was so no, slow. No, 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 no. It was so It didn't suck. Slow. This guy was in the wrong league yeah, with no organization. League, yeah, if you go to a league with like a website yeah, and, like a, and a I had that. forums, like it was NHL 13, me and my buddies tried it and it was so slow. It took like, Five weeks to do one season. Like I don't have time for that. Oh, you you got the wrong forums, man. True story. Okay, maybe True story. You, just all yourself, bro. you guys are about to be blown away by this story. Okay, so I was in the lob NHL with Wyatt being the GM, and I believe that uh, who's the other dude that he does uh, trust trust the process with? Uh, Bowman. Bowman was yeah. on it too. They were the commissioners. These guys used to do like That's live drafts and stuff. Uh, bro, they were they killed it. We even did a like an actual drop in hockey game at Central City Arena Dude. in Surrey. That's awesome. Those Ryan, Ryan awesome, Beach. Man. Ryan Beach was there. Yeah. The dude works for the Canucks now. We were. I was in that league. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. So everyone had a team. I, I had. Min, I had the taken. Minnesota Wild. I feel like you needed a league where every team was taken. Yeah. Every team to, was yeah. taken, and there's organization. Like you, you wouldn't get fined if you didn't show up for your games, but you'd have to take the L. Blah yeah. blah blah. So. Mm-hmm. You had to be in a bring league where like there was a lineup to get into mm-hmm. that league. That's yep. the league you wanted okay. to be in. Like there was so always me and, my, me and my four friends fucked up is what you're saying. Oh, big yeah. time. Okay. Big time. This guy's trying to do GM <laughs> connected with five teams. Well, like, Why don't you guys just get together bro, and play GM at the crypt? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh shit, yo! Favorite just throwing shots once again. Canucks conversation. 
It's version 2.0, so go find that wherever you listen to podcasts. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to get into the, the current version of the Canucks. Got a couple questions about my my passion or lack thereof for the Canucks and where it kind of fell fell through mid-last decade. And I want to talk to, to Fabra how, on how he kept the love alive. Because the guy's, the guy's passionate about the Canucks. Got true passion. I got I to gotta suck some of that thing. Am I really going to say that? Yeah, I, I got I to soak some of that stuff in, okay? <laughs> Jeez Louise, you're listening to Sipping on a 40. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, all right, all right. We are back on Sipping on a 40. My name, Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to Nux Misconduct. Bondi Faber with me. Once again, Canucks conversation. Go find that too, okay? Entertain yourself if you're a Vancouver Canuck fan. Let's talk about the current version of the Canucks. First question. It's a big one. Be honest, okay? Put your ego aside. It's hard for me to even ask this question, but are we slowly going to become Benning Bros? Oh, Okay. <laughs> Uh, I don't think so. I think um, you can see that if, if you're aware of kind of what goes on with the organization and how you want to get to the top, you, you can see that Jim Benning has put them in a spot right now where it's kind of limiting them. Like, they can't go out and make a move right now. Like, they, they don't have anything unless you're talking about draft picks, but I would be scared to trade a oh, yeah, draft no pick way. because that's no what way. you want to see Jim Benning actually do. Exactly. They don't really have a player that you want to trade. I mean, Jake Vertanen might be the guy with the t- highest value, but, like, it's a bad time to trade Jake right now if he keeps, like, buzzing up like he's been doing lately. Mm-hmm. You want to go next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when uh, my first episode, I talked to Rob Williams, head of uh, Daily Hub Sports, and I pretty much said, I pretty much asked him about the JT Miller trade, right? And what like his initial thoughts were. And what I like about the debate now about JT Miller is, you know, people can say like, he's having a good season, but people can still say, oh yeah, it was still a bad trade at the time, which I feel like is a bit of a cop-out, right? Because you can, if he even scores 50 goals, you can still say, oh, it was a bad trade at the time. At some point, I think we just have to admit, yeah, it was a good trade. Like, what are your thoughts on the JT Miller trade? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I'll be first to say, like, when it happened, I was at the draft. Yeah. We were all freaking out. We actually, you know, me and yeah. Kyle. I was freaking out, before. too. Like, he, he, he traded a first-round pick. But now, like, how else are you getting, like, a he's, he's on pace for 30-plus goals, yeah, 35. I mean, like, and where else are you getting a first-round guy like that without trading It's definitely fine pick? to, like, say at the time it was a bad trade, but now it's not. Like, yeah. like things change, right? Like, but, the world but, keeps like, spinning. You, but he can like, score 50 goals, and some people on Twitter are still going to say, oh, it was still a bad trade at the time. Like, that's, come on. Like, just admit it's a good trade. I know you don't want to take the L, yeah. but it was a good but trade. You, but you, like, you don't have to admit that it was a good trade at the time, right? Like, you don't have to. At the time, if you look at it and you looked at what he was doing— yeah, 15 goal score. T- it Come wasn't on. a good trade. Like, still, the, if you look at how Tampa was with that contract, they needed to move some salary. Whether it was JT Miller or Callahan or even, like, a Killhorn. Like, they needed to move one of these guys. And you look what Alex Killhorn's doing right now. He's stepped up. He's crushing it with Tampa Bay. Like, you see his courtsy percentage. I watch him play a lot. Because good player. My old landlord used to be a, a Tampa Bay fan, which is so funny to see on the West Coast. But, like, we'd watch Killhorn play. And, like, dude, that dude is out there dominating. He was one of the guys who was on that line. Uh, it was Killhorn. It was um, JT Miller, and I'm forgetting the third guy now at this point, which I'm 
I should have got this because I wrote a huge article about this. But um, uh, so JT Miller played in that role with that third line, and they were dominating Corsi, like hitting like eighty percent Corsi for like a run of games, which is ridiculous, Damn. man. Like so, like you Pure knew domination. this was gonna come, but at the same time, you knew that JT Miller could play in like a third line like that and be effective. But I don't think anybody knew that he could play in a first line and be like that effective and make everyone's Corsi that high, control the goal share, control the shot share. Like, that's the most impressive thing that we've seen from JT Miller is, and when I talk about that, like, maybe a lot of people don't understand what goal share and shot share is, but it's it's the ability to get the puck from your defensive zone to the offensive zone, and that's where the puck is most of the time, right? Like, that's a simple way of explaining analytics. And JT Miller is probably the best player on the Canucks doing that, it's aside from maybe Quinn Hughes. Like, Quinn Hughes gets the puck from the defensive zone to the offensive zone, but nobody else does it in the forward group like JT Miller. And the fact that he's playing with the Canucks' two best players in Brock Besser and Elias Pettersson is perfect because we want Pedersen and Besser in the offensive zone close to the opposing goaltenders taking shots. So maybe maybe his game is perfect. Maybe G, maybe Jim Betting knew that, like, oh, yo, hey. this is the dude that we want to see play with these guys. Mm-hmm. But then again, Michael Furlan was playing with Pedersen and Besser to start the season. So yeah. maybe and this is just dumb luck. A lot of people had pegged for the first line, right? A lot of people did. I didn't. I didn't want to see Furlan. Oh, okay. All right. Yo, fa- Fabers, Fabers yo, come on, Canucks conversations. Fabers, the guy yeah. knows his shit, okay? <laughs> we don't know our shit. Listen yeah, to that, I think dude. I glazed over when yeah. you said goal share. Like, yeah, uh-huh. there you go, man. <laughs> so I, I, I had to explain it. <laughs> so it's yeah, good yeah, that you, you explained have to it. Dumb it down for the people at Next Wisconsin. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> you know, here's the thing: the Benning thing, the Benning Bros thing. Are people going to become fans of him? Let's say in April when this team is fighting for a playoff spot or even making a playoff spot. I think people are going to switch sides. I really do. I see it happening, and they are going to become like lifelong Benning fans. Because if they make the playoffs and then they go into next year with, you know, you could argue an even better team because Hughes and Patterson are going to be better. The Canucks, the Canucks may actually be a good team for a long period of time here. And it's it's in large part to do with what Benning has done in 2019. Now, I, I know things in the past have kind of like pinned him down and what uh, Faber alluded to, like, it's hard for this team to make moves. They've already traded a conditional first round pick. I don't. I don't even think they're well, allowed that's the to. Thing. They made yeah. the move. Right? They made the move. And, yeah. And I think the thing is they need in a year, like maybe even some point next year, is when you would want to make that move. But like, like you mentioned, like Nick, like you can't say that the JT Miller trade was bad. But that's the type of move that you want to make when this team is at the point where they're at, like right now. Mm. So you feel it was a bit like a year or two too early. Uh, yeah, that's what I would say with the trade. Like it's it's hard to bash the JT Miller trade, but it's also when you combine it with what else they did in the offseason with signing a guy like Tyler Myers, signing Michael Furlan to four years. Yeah. Like, those are the deals that you want to see when this team's at the point that they're at right That's now. That's just a betting thing, went, though. He, he pretty much went all in on the playoffs. He had yeah. to, though, right? Yeah. Like, he, he had, had to. to, but at the same time, that's why Canucks fans were not happy because, like, yeah, Jim Benning could have lost his job, but at the same time, like, Canucks fans still want to win a Stanley Cup. We don't care about Jim Benning keeping his job as much yeah. as we care about winning a Stanley Cup. That's and, what we all want to see. End of the day, people who are bitter bros or whatever people are calling it, they want to be wrong because Benning's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. How many times... He must it, have like Francesco Aquilini exactly. or something like There've that. There have been the only way so I can be, like, many times where I thought Benning was gone. I remember being in Colombia, Cartagena, beautiful place on the beach, and I I'm on my Kyle, phone like, for a little bit. I see Benning gets an extension. You know how pissed off yeah. I was? Did it make any sense? Well, it's, it ruined it's, my whole day. It's something that I've that I've heard a lot of people talk about lately from, you know, not necessarily from inside of the organization, but around the organization oh. is that, you know, okay, Francesco Insider favor, I like it. Yeah, I guess it's sort of inside. Like, he doesn't... Aquilini doesn't want to be known as the owner who fires guys all the time. Okay, GM. cool. Okay, think about what happened the last couple GMs. Yeah. It was pretty quickly they got rid of him. 
And, you know, there was starting to be a reputation around Aquilini before Jim and Jim Benning got here that he could fire Anyone. a GM, like, at the snap of a finger. Yeah. If he didn't like what was going on, he fired Gills pretty quickly, probably prematurely. Yeah. And now I think that he's kind of, like, almost trying to balance out that relationship by keeping Jim Benning long. Like, Jim Benning has made the playoffs in five years. It's been the worst team in the NHL yeah. in the last four the years. The worst. Like, if you do that as a GM, you get yeah. fired. Yeah. How like, many GMs survive five years with no playoffs? Exactly. I can't and think with of bad moves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of any. Moves that, that affect what this team can do next year. Now, I said the Canucks are going to be an even better team next year, but they could have been even more better if guys like Beagle weren't signed to long-term deals. If Erickson wasn't here, you can bring up the Myers thing all you want. I mean, with Beagle and with Erickson, those are two pretty, pretty, like, pretty bad players that you don't even need at that especially at that dollar amount bro that's like 10 million bucks yeah and like the dollar amount's one thing but when you sign a fourth line center yes like what is it was it four years four years four years that's right like yeah like damn like that's not what you sign a center for there's that whole argument there's that whole argument that you need quote-unquote pro players what the fuck's a pro player aren't all these guys pro players straight up there's pro players in sweden right now bro just get a good guy (laughs) a good guy one-year deal. That's Bring thing. him in. There's so many guys that have success. Look at Anthony Duclair. I mean, like, what is that guy doing on a one-year deal? He's Bingos. tearing up the freaking Bingos. League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you see so many guys that can do that. Like, why not take a bunch of shots on guys at 950K and just see what they can do on your fourth line? Your fourth line, and, like, they're getting – I don't know if I, if we want to start diving into this too much, but, like, the fourth line of the Vancouver Canucks is just getting caved right now. Oh, say it. Say all you want, man. Like, getting go caved. off, King. Go they're off. Getting, they're getting caved. So, I mean, like, at the start of the year, and we were talking about this earlier, like, yeah. s- like Tim Schaller was getting so many opportunities to score goals. He was getting the puck in front of the net, which was great because the matchups that they were getting was not against, like, the fourth line was matching up against other teams' fourth lines because Bo Horvat was taking away the other team's top lines, right? So that gives the fourth line an opportunity to play against the worst line on the other team. Yeah. And when you have guys like Tim Schaller and Jay Beagle on that fourth line, they're just out there to shut down. If you're shutting down the other team's fourth line, what the fuck are you doing with your line? I can swear here, okay, right? What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I can okay, swear. Of course the fuck, yeah. And, like, why, like, if you have a fourth line that can try and score, try and control goal share, and you're matching up against other fourth lines because you're using the Horvat line against the other team as your matchup line, then what are you doing with your fourth line? Like, why not try and have some guys on that line? Like, shit, like, get Berchi up here, get Goldobin up here, get them playing with a guy like that, like, maybe not Adam Gaudet, but, like, a- another player that can kind of bring some offense and try and control goal share because right now the fourth line of the Canucks is just get it to center and dump it in. They're not getting any <laughs> shots on that right now. But what else do you want Jay Beagle to do? That's all they can that's, do. That's, that's all he can do. Yeah, He's really. just a good guy who knows how to win faceoffs. A great dude. He may be the best dude in the world. I'm sure, he, I'm sure he's a great family man, but I, I need him to win. Doesn't games. this dude still have a fucking flip phone? Oh, yeah. Yeah, hey, the, that's the thing. JP has a flip phone. They probably brought him in to teach these guys about balancing their budget, keeping them in tune, keeping them in check. How to I, send a text when you had to like press, <laughs> press right? seven, four times. The good old S. days. <laughs> Quadrelli's probably like, what? What the yeah. fuck's a flip phone? <laughs> man, oh, man. Okay, last question before we let Faber go. Being a Canucks fan, I think Faber has a lot to do with what People are people at the Nux Misconduct Network are doing because you brought I think you brought that spark back into into my life as far as being a Canuck fan. We're talking about the only thing, yes, the only thing the masses get passionate about in this city, the Vancouver Canucks. I would say four or five years ago, I fell I fell out of love with the Canucks, and it doesn't seem like you ever did. How did you do that? Um, so I was probably seven years ago is when I fell out of love. Like probably oh, you 2012, did. 2013 when because, uh, you know, I got a baseball scholarship uh, mm. out of high school. I was, you know, really focused on actually playing sports and playing baseball and, you know, going to actually school Actually being that. athletic. Yeah. Actually being athletic. <laughs> exactly. After 2011, like, I've, I've heard you talk about this on your show before. Like, man, that's a heartbreak, bro. Mm. Like, 2011 is a heartbreak where it's just like, how do you come back from that? And then the team starts just falling apart and you see all these trades getting requested. Like, 
you know, mm. you, you fall out of level a bit of the time. And like it I was hurts. in my early twenties and I think what what actually got me back in this team was when I started working at a mill and I was like listening to music every day and I'm like, bro, I can't listen to the same six songs on 94.5. So I was like, oh my God, the like, radio in this city is absolutely horrible unless yeah. you're listening to the Fox or the uh, classic rock. Yeah. Like, legit. It's yeah. horrible. I enjoy the peak a little bit too. Okay, mix cool. Up with some rock. But um, so at the time I was like, like maybe I'll just fuck with 1040, like see what's going on with the sports talk radio. I'd never listened to sports talk radio before in my life because I was like, I was 20 years old. That's not the market that they're hitting. They're trying to hit, you know, the guys that are in their thirties plus kind of thing. Like that's their area that they're going for. So I didn't really appreciate it. I started listening and I still like, I still remember like the first week of listening, they had Jason Botchford on and I just heard this motherfucker go on like the craziest rant about, I don't even remember what it was about, but I was just like, damn, like sports talk radio can do this. Like, this is crazy here. Mm -hmm. What Jason was doing. And I was like, wow like this is crit like it's this fun. is emotional man yeah. like this it's is real. what i would like to listen to to get me through my work shift and then from there i found sports podcasts started listening to guys like pucks on net and real good show like some vancouver podcasts that were talking about the canucks and i was like shit like i'm gonna start really getting into this and then a couple years after that i just like i started texting at 10 40 all the time from work i was at the mm. mill i don't do a lot of work at the mill i'll just be texting in and then uh a couple guys that i went to high school with approached me and they're like your favorite from Nanaimo, right? You're the guys always texting. I'm like, yeah. They're like, hey, do you want to like come on our podcast for an episode? So I went on their podcast, and then I, I think I did okay at my first show, and then uh, I joined them full time for like 50 episodes uh, until they kicked me off the show. And then uh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. That's why I started Canucks Combo. Sorry, you got fired from a podcast. Yeah, they, they yeah. screwed up. They're out of business. Nobody even knows the other podcast. Yeah, How, last okay, summer. Get- don't even mention their name. Yeah, Don't okay, even mention their show name. Yeah, I'm just curious how, how you get fired from a podcast, if that's even possible. Well, 100%. Yeah, we were doing radio and we were doing their podcast and uh, we were doing radio in the Nymo uh, out of the student station, like doing like a, a cool. call. Oh, at VIU. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and okay. we were getting like a call-ins and like we were, we were doing pretty good. They wanted to keep me on for radio, but they said they wanted to have two guys because it's nice going back and forth. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they said they want to move a diff- different direction, but they want to keep me on radio. And I was like, sorry, I, did, like, I didn't want to do radio. And I was like heartbroken because I, I fucking loved podcasting with the Vancouver Canucks. And then... I thought about it for like six months. I was telling you, I did a football show yeah. for a little bit with one of my buddies. I did a, another show where we just had a couple of drinks and we talked about sports and joke around. Uh, then I started Canucks Combo uh, in November of last year. And uh, I just, I don't know, the idea seemed to work. Like bringing the Canucks Twitter community to a podcast was cool because you got to hear a long version Everyone, of yeah. a tweet. And that was like the best part. Right. And then just moving on from there. Yeah, like. It's it's funny because like I think they made a huge mistake. Uh, yeah, kicking no, you me fucking showed show. them. You know when Michael Jordan didn't make that high school team? Yeah, oh, straight, same right. shit. That, <laughs> that podcast is the high school team. Yeah, exactly. MJ. Exactly. Yeah, and like when I, are you when are you taking a ba- break to go back to baseball? That's allegedly also because you were gambling on oh. hockey games. Yeah, no, I I just got picked up by a slow pitch team when I moved over okay, here. Yeah, yeah, oh, that could be yeah. Shout out to the shitty Beatles. You can take a year off from the podcast. I just. I just tweet out when you come back, I'm back. Yeah. This dude is just came to the lower mainland and is taking over. Yeah. He's taking over. This guy's gonna be crushing fun, bombs man. at slow pitch as well. Yeah. Man, oh man. No, that's it. That's just a an interesting way to fall back in love with a team that you probably love for your whole life. Yeah. Which was the Vancouver Canucks. And it's it's you know, it's a, it's a bit telling that that Jason Botchford was one of those voices that got you back into it. And rest in peace, Botch. I mean, he's done he's done a lot for the community and Going back to you, I think you've done a lot for the community too. Like you don't have to go on all the shows that you go on based oh, on. Man, I'm having a great time. Like I know, I, I know, with all you guys. I know, I know you love it, man. It, it's it it doesn't sound like you do it for more exposure or anything. You just actually love doing it. And I, I I do feel like you actually like to give back too, which is rare in people. 
Yeah, you I, know? I think Rob actually asked me that when I was on with him. He's like, how do you stay positive so tall? It's like, yo, if I came on here and you guys are just like shitty dudes, like I'd be like, I probably wouldn't come back. But yeah. Like, you guys are like promoting positivity. Like me and Kyle had a good conversation before you even got here, Bondi. And like, it's just good chatting because I can tell that you're a positive guy. And like, I, I want to <laughs> fuck with people that are positive, right? Like, hell <laughs> no. But like, that was the crazy thing about Botch was like, I like, when I had him on my show, he was the one who made my show blow up. Like nobody wanted to listen to Chris Faber talk on yeah. a podcast when I started. I was getting thirty listens, and then he comes on, it blows up, and I do this rant. And then I was on with Rob Fay this past Monday, and I, I like I remember saying the exact same thing. And I was sitting there with Rob, and, like and like tears started like coming out of my face, like on wow. radio, and I was like, it's like holy like holy shit, man! Like I'm doing the same rant that I did with Jason Botchford like on TSN, and then when Rob was like, awesome, bro, he's like you're That's sitting beautiful. in his chair. He's like you're sitting in the chair that Jason sat, and I was just like. Like, yeah, fuck. that's like, beautiful, that's man. That's wild, man. That's wild. It's great, man. I think it's been a, an eventful year for for you, man. And you know, thank you for getting me back or helping me get back into you know the team that I loved. And I lo- I have such a big passion for the city of Vancouver. It stems from me having a connection with certain individuals who are trying to put the city on the map. And I just I'm so happy being back in love with like not back in love completely with the Canucks. It's going to take time. I'm I'm not there completely, but just to be a part of. Again, the biggest thing in the city that people gravitate towards is the Vancouver Canucks. It's the biggest common interest. Yeah, exactly. In Vancouver, it right? is. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And that's, that's going to... That's what I loved with about when you when you guys first started Silky Filthy. Like, I, I started listening to you guys. from like... Because, like I said, I was at the mill. So, like, I had to listen to, like, eight mm-hmm. hours of podcasts a day to keep me going. Like, so I'd throw on every single Vancouver podcast. And the thing I liked about you guys, you guys always talked about it. You and Trev specifically. Like, you guys would always talk about trying to bring hockey to the top. Oh like yeah, you knew you guys knew that hockey was such a sport that is so entertaining. Like I don't think there's a better sport to watch live than hockey. Like, no, it's the most there exciting isn't. Sport. And I, I remember hearing that. I think in your first episode. Okay, actually, cool. I don't remember filthy that. And filthy. <laughs> yeah, like, like seriously, I listen to so many this podcasts. Why Faber's one of the top guys? <laughs> yeah, he has an encyclopedic memory. Exactly. But, uh, I really don't, but uh, <laughs> I'm good at podcast memory. But uh, like, I just remember like hearing the way that you guys started your show and the shit that you guys were talking about in your first episode that you wanted to try and do, and I was like. Yeah, like I'll listen to a podcast, I'll listen to the first like three episodes, and if I love it, I'll stay with it. Otherwise, it's, you know, kind of falls yeah. off, maybe check on it later. But your guys' message when you came on and started Silky Filthy was just like, that's dope. I want to fuck with these guys. Like, cool. I loved it. It's authentic, man. It's, it's yeah, we want to do good things for hockey, but I think a lot of it does also stem from wanting to do it from the West Coast of Canada, sure. doing it from Vancouver. It doesn't all have to come from Toronto. Yeah. And West I don't Coast care. bias. Yeah, it's the West Coast bias. We're the network of the West Coast bias, yeah, and I'm just that. sick and tired of Toronto getting all the clout. Let's help people in our community stay in the most beautiful part in the world, do something, and make a living. Well, it pisses me working off. Working with hockey. Like, speaking of Toronto bias, like, how does Steve Dangle have a fucking commercial with Panago? Like, he has a podcast. I have a pretty big podcast. Yeah. Where Steve Dangle is obviously way bigger, but like, how the fuck's that guy getting deals with Panago and Sportsnet, bro? Like, he's, I don't know, he just has a podcast, too. Like, why, when they give a shout-out to some guys over here, like, look at what when j he, When he does. yells, he sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> like, j Pat's podcast, the Patcast, was loved. And, like, it still is with Drance, obviously. It's, yeah. It's not what it was with Botch, obviously. I think yeah, you can never replace that. Botch. But Drance is, is a great replacement to move in. Drance is one of the nicest guys in this market. He's good at his job. And, like, why doesn't j Pat have a goddamn commercial with Panago for his podcast? Because, like, j Pat does great work, but he's in Vancouver. That's exactly. the problem. That's why he ain't getting no Panago. Exactly. Deals. So we just got to do an even better job than we're doing right now. And I'm even challenging you. We've, we've been talking about it many times throughout the program. Canucks Conversation version 2.0 coming soon to everyone. Just do a great job with it, man. Like, push yourself, you know? Oh, man. Bring that shit to uh, to the limelight and bring more eyes to to Vancouver when it comes to the conversation around the best sport in the world, hockey. 
Real talk. And I, I have faith in you guys, man. You have Quadrelli there, there now, too. Young kid. He's probably hungry as fuck. You got to quiz him now, too. He's got to come in here. Yeah, I will. I will. Yeah, I'll we'll give you him. answers now. Hey, okay. Okay, there you go. We'll do that. The okay. Because you won't even know some of the stuff from the like, late 90s or something. Oh, yeah. The kid doesn't know anything. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! What? Yeah. Game Boy Advance? What? Pokemon Red? What? Bro, I don't even think they, they had Ash after the 2000s. Oh, as the Pokemon man. Main character, bro. No, he's still like, there, some man. Other dude. If anything, I think Ash actually just won oh, yeah, the Pokemon yeah, yeah. League. It just happened. Yeah. It took that long. It took 20 years, but he yeah. finally did it. That's respect. Now, that's perseverance. Yeah. That's yeah. athletic perseverance. Ash finally winning the Pokemon League after 20-plus years. Hey, man, that's, that's a great... Great fucking tale. But I hope it doesn't take us 20 years to, to make sure that the city gets the recognition <laughs> that it do, deserves. Real talk. Yeah. Let's win a cup first. Let's win a cup. Yeah, let's do all that the things good. that we want to do. Let's push Vancouver hockey conversation to the top, man, because fuck Toronto. Hey. <laughs> there up, you go. Straight up. Hey, man. I, I'm excited, man. The Canucks, strong bubble team, April. It's not that far away. Maybe when I start watching games in April, that love, that feeling, those butterflies will come back in you know, that's when the Nux Misconduct Network takes over, man. And people will forget about the Canucks conversation. Maybe. Hey, what are hey, we doing here? Hey. What are we doing here? <laughs> we okay. just came on here and put them on blast. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Okay, go, go Packers, go. This episode is coming out after the wild game. I'm not watching the game. I'm tailgating in Surrey, British Columbia. Beautiful British Columbia. Man, the Packers. That's a team that I'll, I'll never stop loving. I almost loving. wore my Seahawks, too. Yeah, I would have punched you. <laughs> Straight up. No, I'm joking. We're friends on the next. So we got the network. text from you, too. Uh, you weren't happy about the uh, Vikings jersey the other day. I was choked. It's a Randy Moss jersey. Yeah. It wasn't a Vikings oh, jersey. I, I was rattled. To know that. I, I was know. rattled. That was a jersey that he mooned the crowd in. And I know that was at Lambo, yeah. too. Oh, uh, yeah, that was at Lambo. Yeah. Disgusting act. I didn't take offense to that. That's hilarious. Straight cash. Homie. Don't don't let the guy score. Just, 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 just score, you know? Who cares? He was, yeah. bad. He was my favorite football player of all time. Like, yeah. the shit oh. that he did was on. And he's so talented, man. He's so talented. Packers, though. They're picking up the dub against... The Northwest favorite team, yeah, the Seahawks. Yeah, what happened to the West Coast Bias? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the Seahawks, eh? Oh, F the Seahawks. I don't hate a team more than the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> We're picking up that dub. What about Fa the Vikings? You texted in to, to shit the shit on the Vikings. No, but here's the thing. Like, since I've been around the game of football over a decade, watching every single game, falling in love for the Packers, once again, I don't, I've never had a moment in my passion for the Packers where I fell out of love with the Packers. I'm watching every single game. I'm getting nervous for every single game. Well, we I all love getting nervous. You don't have to. You don't have to cover them, right? You you just enjoy, no, no. It's not that. I think you enjoy football just because, like, you look don't what happened in the like mid last decade. Like having Willie D here with Jim Benning, those two together, that's gonna turn you off. Real talk. That's just gross. The 2015 it's a blackout. Season. Well, you guys, gross. Two, you guys oh. went from Favre to Rogers too, so it's like there you, you go. Good leader, luck you. You know, like. Think about our leaders that we've had at coaches. And that's what I would think about yeah. Like, yeah. what a quarterback can do for a team. Exactly, 100%. Have so, good, good coaches, good quarterback. I mean, that makes your team, that's a long jam. Very fortunate, very fortunate. I remember, yeah, just we're so lucky. That's never going to happen again for the Green Bay Packers. Like, these games actually matter. But, yo, it's it's the city's podcast. No more Packers talk. They're winning, though. They're winning. We're going to the Super Bowl. I'll be partying hard. Yo, thank you, Favor, for hopping on. Best of luck with Canucks Conversation yeah. 2.0. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And Bondi, Bondi's here too. Power of the towel. Check it out on the network. Remember, four shows with one swipe, one tap. That's what you get with the Nux Misconduct Network. No one is doing that. Not even Canucks Conversation is doing that. Unless you hit the Patreon. Oh, man. Damn, old dad. This guy, yo, this guy's quick with it, man. This guy's quick with it. That's why he's probably the best right now. So go check out that show. Go check out our network. Have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we at the Nux Misconduct Network, we fucking appreciate it. Peace.